So Sandy, I was suggesting that it's interesting to think about, I mean, it's not interesting, it's tragic to think about all the gun stuff, but were the court to issue a very strong pro-Second Amendment ruling uh, this June when they have a big case, how that affects the election, I think is an interesting question, and you've studied this kind of thing. So what do you think? Yeah. Well, one of the problems with thinking about elections is that candidates always run on multi-issues. And so the question is to what extent a single issue will explain the vote of most voters. And generally what we do, what I do is to sum up, and I always vote for candidates with whom I disagree on a given issue, but I agree with them on more issues. But gun, people who really like guns tend to be single issue voters. And the Republican Party has made great use of that. People who want gun control, by and large, are not single issue. So it seems to me that even a terrible Supreme Court decision may not mobilize voters for the Democratic Party unless they agree with the Democratic Party more broadly. Abortion, I think, is different. That yeah. I think it is truly possible that what everybody predicts is the overruling of Roe versus Wade will, in fact, create some voters for the Democratic Party net. Um, I'm not at all certain that's true on the gun issue. What I'm, what I'm wondering is if it's a one-two punch, and I think the court had planned it to be a one-two punch with the leak and with these tragedies, who knows? But I do think a reversal of Roe and Casey coupled with a strong Second Amendment opinion and in the light of these tragedies, I, I'd, if that can't energize the Democratic base, I don't know what would. Yeah. Uh, let me offer one caveat, incidentally, that I think is actually important. I don't think that a strong pro-gun opinion should necessarily be described as a strong Second Amendment opinion. You know, I am probably more tolerant of the Second Amendment as part of the Constitution than most of our friends. But that does not mean that I believe that the Second Amendment doesn't allow a wide swath of reasonable regulation. So when you have people you know, wrap themselves in the flag of the Second Amendment as an anti-regulation stance, um, I think that's basically demagoguery, um, that we ought to have a much more serious national debate about what the Second Amendment might mean. Um, but say simply to say, well, it means whoever I am, I can get my gun and carry it wherever I wish. That's not a Second Amendment position. I, I, well, I, of course, I agree with that 100%. Um, and I, I think my view on the Second Amendment is a little bit different than yours, because I, I think it clearly only applies if you're actually using a gun in a militia. But leaving that aside, one of the, one of the since I don't really believe con law is about meaning and text and history anyway, as a matter of, of politics on the ground, I try to make this point to non-lawyers, and some get it and some don't. 
democracies need free speech. Without free speech, there's pretty much no democracy. We can all agree on that. Democracy needs relative, relatively free elections. But democracy doesn't need free guns. And I say free, I mean, you know, anyone can get a gun anytime or any form of that because we can study the rest of the world and see on the ground there's free speech in England, there's free speech in Spain, there's free speech in France. It might be less than ours, but there is free speech. There are relatively free elections, but there aren't 393 million guns. Yep. Why can't we have the discussion at that policy level and just leave the Second Amendment behind? Well, I think there are two reasons. One is that the United States was founded on the basis of a violent secession from the British Empire where guns in the hands of ordinary people were very important. The, I'm in Boston right now, and the Minuteman Monument in Concord, Massachusetts is about you know, 20 miles away. That is part of the American libertarian myth and symbol that is really very different from most other countries, even countries that have revolutionary traditions. Um, and so you really do have to look, I think, at the peculiarities of American political culture. Your general point is right. There is no serious argument that we need 435 million or whatever it is, guns in the hands of people in order to preserve democracy. We have no argument at all about that. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, one thing I do know is that um, for the, those who believe in American exceptionalism, 393 million guns isn't exceptional. It's just tragic. Yep, I couldn't agree more. Thanks, Andy. Sure.